Hey everyone, welcome back. So today I want to share about a practice that I think will be very helpful for you, even just to think about this kind of practice. So I think it is really important to have a some practice that you're committed to, you know, whether it is, you know, going to the gym or you sign up to a yoga studio, or you have a meditation practice that you're committed to, or any other kind of healing or spiritual or personal development practice that you are committed to. So you know what those are. I think it is important to have that kind of training and discipline and regularity. Um, and even when you don't want to do it, you're kind of committed to that. And you're, you're committed to it because that's helping you to build that up. And you're building up this kind of strength in whatever um, area it is that you're that you're developing and disciplined with. But I want to speak to you today about the importance of having a practice that is purely for holding space for yourself. So this is almost like a healing practice, um, but it's even more than that. And this is something that has so completely landed for me in the past few months. And oh, it's just amazing. And I want to share with you what I mean by this and how I do it. Um, and it might inspire you or get you to think about how you could do this yourself. And um, potentially this is something that you start to do, which if so, I guarantee it will completely change everything for you. So, you know, we we really need to admit that we need support. We hold so much complexity inside of ourselves um, to varying degrees, as I kind of explained in my last episode. Um, we might be numb to or not aware of just how much complexity is inside of ourselves. And that complexity comes with a certain element of pain because there is a lack of control, um, an obscurity, a darkness, a confusion, a lack of alignment inside when we don't really feel um, in control or um, on top of or resolved with all of these things that we hold inside of ourselves. Like on a day-to-day -day basis, we interact with so many things on the outside, but we already have so many conditionings on the inside. And a lot of them are, like I mentioned before, are potentially like little cracks in the foundation of our personality. Um, so things that have actually come into conditioning as what we might call like a survival, like an adaptive survival style or little misalignments and little misattunements that came into place when our personality was forming in childhood. We have these tiny little, you know what they are, these little niggles in your psychology, little triggers, little reaction points, little insecurities, little things that you kind of see show up in your daily life. And you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. And that doesn't feel so good. And I wonder where that's coming from, or I wish that wasn't there. You know, we have these little complexities inside. 
And we're just holding so much complexity with how our inside meets the outside in our, in our daily life. And we need to just admit that we need support with that. And the best person to give you support because it's free, available, and at the highest quality possible is yourself. So we need a time every single day. And maybe you can't, it's not a habit yet. It's not something comfortable yet. And it doesn't happen every day. But when it falls into place, it will be every day because it's so easy. It's a, it's a little time that you carve out for yourself between five minutes to hours. And it's basically kind of best done when you're starting your day, but you'll see that it can be any time during the day is a little time to hold space for yourself. And, you know, if you do it when you start your day, it's like, what is the amount of time that I have like a free time before my day starts? Or what, you know, can I wake up 10 minutes earlier and have a little bit of time before my day starts to hold space for myself? And what this means is that you take a little window in your life. You just carve that little time where you completely, completely turn inward and you just connect with yourself. And because this is a totally yin practice, it's totally inward, it's completely process orientated. So it has nothing to do with the results, has nothing to do with activities, has nothing to do with your to-do list. It's a little window where you just connect with yourself. And there are so many tools. You might have your own tools of how to do this. Maybe it's like a little bit of yin yoga or stretching or meditation or journaling. Um, it might just be sitting outside or sitting with a cup of tea or potentially even going for a walk in nature, but just a little window where you can turn inward and unpack how you feel in that moment with a real curiosity, asking a few questions and breathing into your body. And the key to it is the attitude that you have here. And the attitude is that you are an adult and you're holding space for the child parts of yourself. And by that, it's the regressed parts, like the parts of yourself that are these tiny little niggles and tiny misattunements or massive misattunements. You feel really unsettled because that's how it is. Some days you feel really unsettled, really uncomfortable, really challenged or really triggered with what's going on. And this space, like you're not doing breath work or like concentrating your mind or, you know, doing a strong vinyasa practice. It's not your, you know, spiritual practice or whatever practice. This is just holding space for yourself. It's a palm on your heart, a palm on your belly. You're in a fetal position. You don't need a straight spine. You're just relaxed and like giving yourself a hug and giving yourself loving presence. And it's actually really, really strong work, but it's totally yin. You're not doing anything the way we normally achieve and do things. 
So it might feel a little bit unfamiliar, but it's very powerful work to give yourself five minutes, 10 minutes, like the time you need, like between maybe five and 20 minutes where you just trust that if you sit with yourself for long enough, and if you have long enough, you can do that. But if you sit with yourself for long enough, that child will start to unravel and just let you know what it is you're feeling and what it is you need. And once that is heard, it completely softens. And you don't have to move through your day just stacking another layer on top of the layers that are already here. You move through the day without any layers. So you don't have to stack more layers of triggers and reactions and discomfort on these already complex pieces inside. So it's like, even though you're giving yourself this little five minutes of quiet time, it's so valuable. It's almost totally necessary because you can't continue to show up in your life without taking time to connect and feel what is already showing up for you. Like you can't go out and take up more space and show up more and achieve more and get all these things done that you feel like you have to do and the things you need to do and the things you want to do. You can't do all those things without holding space for what's already happening inside you. It is so unsustainable and so stressful to just keep adding on layers and just, you know, eventually just numbing out some of the layers or you know we go to all of these like coping mechanisms to handle these layers that are not dealt with and we end up getting sick and it's not sustainable it's really stressful and and you know for me I kind of had a breakdown I didn't realize I was holding so much complexity I had no idea about that before I had my breakdown more and more research and productivity studies are showing how important it is to have this balance. And they might not use it in these words of like yin and yang um, and inward reflection time opposed to like work time. But maybe there's a lot of studies talking about less hours and more breaks and more naps and, you know, um, more meditation is really productive. But what is really at the heart of it, like the most essential practice that you can do to completely change and start a healing process as you live your life. So you don't have to like break down and get totally knocked out of the game before you can come back to live your life. Um, it, it is this piece. And it's not just, you know, helping you not burn out, but it's also really going to support you to thrive and to be optimal. There is strong evidence that says that if we have that balance, we can achieve more and feel more balanced and feel more alive and have greater health and wellness as well. And this is what I've also experienced for myself. So what you want to do in these short times is like have a journal there and just have this time where you're just going to maybe close your eyes, get your body into a comfortable position and breathe and unpack inside with curiosity, asking yourself, what hurts right now? Do I feel challenged by anything? Do I feel excited 
by anything? What am I growing into? And let yourself just listen. Doing therapy on yourself, like as a therapist, might just ask questions and hold space for you. Or as an incredible, imagine your most amazing spiritual teacher just coming and just dedicating their time to listen to you and you get to just speak and be heard and have that space to unravel. You can do that for yourself and you should do that for yourself every single day. Just a little pocket to unwind. So I highly recommend having a journaling journaling practice that kind of goes alongside it where you really ask yourself, what do I feel contracted about? And if anything, is there any priorities that I need in my life right now? If you're feeling overwhelmed by many things, what do I really need to do next? What's going to make me feel most aligned? And sometimes there's just a big, uncomfortable story. Just let it unpack. Because often in our meditation, we're trying to control our mind and move away from thoughts. But we really need a practice where we fully turn to words and inward, like what? Turning to words, the emotions and the stories and all the thoughts and all the feelings and all the layers of what we're feeling and really turn towards it and unpack it with our attitudes of meditation, being curious, being loving, being friendly, and being relaxed about it. So this is so necessary. I understand some of you might not have any meditation practice, any journaling practice, it all sounds new. I recommend to listen to this episode again, just to kind of, this is, this is the teaching as well, like kind of listen to this episode, hear the, the recommendations that I'm giving for this space. And maybe every day you listen to this and every day you try, um, there are a few meditations and I'm going to do a few more guided meditations coming up. That'll be like a guided practice for you to hold space for yourself. But eventually it's just going to be you in your bed, in your house, in a chair, you know, on the floor, in the yard, wherever it is, where you just have this little time to unpack. And we all have different amounts of time available. Some of us might only have five or 10 minutes before we rush off to work or do something with the kids. Some of us might have enough time to like go for a walk into a park, into nature and sit and do it there. But that doesn't matter. You can do it on a bus. But this is also a long game. This is a skill and a practice that you are learning that you are definitely going to do for the rest of your life. We're always going to need to hold ourselves and support ourselves and unpack complexity and heal and resolve and optimize how we're living and how we're thinking and how we're feeling. We're always going to need that. So start now and you might not be the best at it. Your practice might not look at like mine, but you can still channel me in the morning. Like imagine what would Ava be doing right now? How would she be sitting? How would she be reflecting? I do this with my meditation teachers. I've done this for a long time. Like imagining that I am that meditation teacher that is absolutely incredible and and fully embodying whatever quality of meditation that I'm looking to step into. I just imagine I am that and drop into that space. It's a very old and powerful uh, meditation technique to embody a spiritual teacher 
or to embody someone that is, you know, holding the qualities that, that you're trying to embody in that moment. So in this space, you really want it to be fluid. It's not about learning or achieving or accomplishing anything in this space. It's just about being inside your body, finding a resolution, listening, being curious, breathing, relaxing. Maybe there's some gentle stretches just to feel yourself a little bit better. So let me know what you think about this practice. Some of you might already have a practice like this. I hope this offers another dimension to it. And yeah, I'm explaining it, how it's fully landed for me. Um, but you need to, to listen to this episode a few times and make this a priority. And, you know, listening a few times to the recommendations I have made in this episode is definitely going to help. So go back through it. Maybe one time you write notes. Maybe one time your practice is actually just making notes and, and contemplating this type of practice and then just taking that little time out for yourself. And like I said, there will be a guided meditation soon to, that you can actually just put on when you do this practice and, and have it hold some space for you. So as always, let me know what you think about the episode um, and if it's been helpful. And I will speak to you all very soon. Thanks for listening.